Hello guys and gals, how you doing? Today I'll be talking about an awesome way to start your free podcast, and I mean free, no catch, no gimmicks. It's totally free, easy to edit, easy to record, and easy to promote and monetize your podcast. It's called Anchor.fm, and I highly recommend you guys and gals, check it out, and start your own podcast, let your voice be heard. And also, don't forget to listen to Wild Dog Podcasts, and tell them that I sent you and that you hear it from me. So you get more people to join Anchor.fm. You will not be disappointed because they will also put your podcast in other platforms and then make it very, very much easier for you. Have a great day, everybody. Hey, guys, what's up? Today I'll be talking about the movie Karate Warriors. And I love this movie, man. I grew up with this movie when I was a kid. My uncle just had a video cassette with all these martial arts movies. And Karate Warriors was one of them. And I remember when I first saw this movie, I was just amazed by by this. I, was, I said to myself, yo, this is the Japanese Bruce Lee. It's Sonny Shiba. And that's the first, and actually this is the first Sonny Shiba movie I ever saw, by the way. And um, you know what? The way I saw this movie before, my mind have not changed. I still love this movie a lot. And again, this was a movie I actually thought I reviewed in the past. But I guess I never saved the videos. But now I'm going to make up for it. And the movie's about pretty much these two gangs, both brothers, they go and at it, while the true gang leader is like, he's gone pretty much. So, the two, two rival gangs are going at it for power, and um, you got this lone warrior, pretty much this lone guy, I'll call him the lone warrior, Sonny Sheba, man, fuck it. Manly and beast mode and everything, man. This is the manliest movie you ever, this is one of those, not, not you ever gonna see, there's a lot of manly movies, a lot of them, but... Kawaii Warriors had to be straight manly. It's like, ain't nothing gay or nothing about this movie. It is straight manly beast mode, people. Um, so, so anyway, Sunny Shiba walks around, stumbles upon these two gangs. And, you know, he want to make money. He needs a job, too, you know. He comes across this little kid. And you find this little kid. His father is called a samurai. And he serves with one of the gang members as, as they hit man, pretty much as they... As they as their main soldier, you know, to fight off the other rival gangs, and as the movie progressed, you find out that Sunny Shiba's kind of developed like a his own father son bond with the samurai son, you know. And as the movie progressed, you find out that these two rival gangs actually battling it out for power about this secret heroin stash, you know, that this, the lead gang leader hid it somewhere around. So one of the brothers thinks they know where it is. They try to find out what's going on. Like, I want this heroin because they can make a lot of money off of it. Give them a lot of power, you know, with this heroin that's hidden from this main gang leader. Um, as the movie progressed, you know, again, Sonny Shiba decided to work with one of the gang members because the gang, his brother, his, his rival brother, is kind of putting him out of business. So they decided they had no choice but to hire the Karate Warrior. To help him fight off his evil, his, I mean, well, they both were evil, they're both evil gang members of their own gang, but to fight off his rival brother gangs and defeat the samurai, you know, pretty much when he gets towards the end of the movie. Um, meanwhile, as the movie progressed, you also got, like, this one of the women, she's like, she's like a real bitch, she's like sucking up to one gang member after another gang member from both rival leaders, you know. You know, using her body as a tool, as body as a weapon to survive, pretty much. You know, it's one of those things. You know, you know. Uh, as soon as she was counted, you know, 
he's fighting all these different thugs while you get the samurai find the thugs from the other gangs. And, you know, they're both are like badasses pretty much. Um, as the movie progresses again, the two, the two brothers decide, okay, let's make a truce, you know. And the other brother felt, and then suddenly she was kind of, kind of like, want to get the, like, the cocaine stash for himself, you know. So he's willing to team up with the woman who's using her body on the line to play out these two rival gangs. So they decided to work together pretty much in a way. And then once suddenly she was find out where, where the stash is hidden, he got to the cemetery, he found the stash, and then the, then the two rival gangs pretty much caught, caught him. They, they pretty much follow him because they figure out that he finally, he knows where it is, you know. And um, meanwhile, he ended up finding the samurai one-on-one, -on -one, who he's befriended with the samurai's son, you know. So it's pretty much like a fight to the death in a way. And once suddenly she was kind of defeated the um, samurai, the two drug dealer rival gang appears, you know. And, um, you know, they thank him for killing the samurai. So now it's like they're going to kill him too now. So suddenly she was kind of took the sword, stepped fighting off the rival gangs, defeated both leaders, and um, pretty much a few of the surviving members went back to their headquarter. And guess who showed up? The true main gang leader, the leader of the, the gang that the two rival brothers fight over for power. So since he left, the main gang leader, now the main gang leader finally shows up and realized that the little um, stone temple the that was broken where he hid the secret. Realized it was broken, and she he got he got angry at the the both rival gang leaders. Like I mean, the both rival surviving gangs. I mean, excuse me, start killing them all up, you know. And he even killed the woman because he called her a bitch. And pretty much the point of reason why he hid that then in the stone temple was for her to take care of it. But she never knew that the secret was in there until so she was kind of found out about it. Um, meanwhile, as the movie progressed, Sunny Shiba, when he, when he, when he killed the samurai, the samurai tell him that, hey, here's the address, take my son to his mother. I told the, my son that mother's dead, but we didn't know son's, son's, the little boy, his mother was alive all this time. So while Sunny Shiba's character take the son in the train ride, um, the, the main gang, the true gang leader, the main gang, gang lord, decided to have his men follow him. To get to get them um, cocaine back at the drug back pretty much, and um, he starts firing them off. And um, meanwhile, once the train stop, they finally found the boy's mother, and the boy's mother wouldn't want to take him in because she was already married. She started her life, and the boy started running off. And she said she had to chase him to the beach. And guess what? The main gang leader and all his gangs meet him up at the beach. I mean, was suddenly she started in the beach and ready to kill him, you know. And you, and you had the epic fight scene at the end, but like, in this movie, all the fight scenes in this movie are awesome, man. I mean, Sunny Shiba delivers in this movie, even the samurai guy delivers in this movie, well choreographed, on key, on point, it's not even sloppy. I felt like it was well done, in my opinion. But meanwhile, at the end, while Sunny Shiba defeated all these gang, gang thugs, you know, beat, beat them up, um, he, he, he caught up with the real boy. And he found out the little boy threw, threw the ashes of his father in the ocean, like. And suddenly she was saying that, why he threw the ashes? It's not ashes. It was pretty, pretty much suddenly she was character. He hid the cocaine in the father's, in the boy's father's urn, pretending it was ashes. That was his hideaway spot. And when suddenly she was character, I found out that he threw the ashes. He got mad and shit. He was like, 
he got pissed off and shit pretty much. And the boy said, sure, where will my father be found out through his ashes? Yo, it was like funny, man. That scene at the end was so funny. But then, so suddenly she was out of, his cow decided to walk away while the boy decided to stay with him. Even though suddenly she would admit to the boy that, hey, I was the one that killed your father. When you grow up, you might want to kill me. But then the way the boy kind of forgives him in, in a way that, hey, I want to be with you, you know, let me stay with you. And then, then once the Shubas kind of walk away, the boy came running for him, and then the Shubas character started hugging him, and pretty much it looked like the Shubas character might be his guardian now. Um, all in all, Kawaii Boy was a very, very fantastic movie. I really love the action in this movie. I love the story of this movie. It was a simple story. I love martial arts movies with simple stories. Not too difficult. Just keep it simple. Um, definitely, definitely well done, man. If you love action, martial arts, great fighting, you, you'll love Karate Warriors. Um, if they ever remake this movie, I I mean, I, I wish they do a sequel with it. I'd like to see Sonny Sheep's character. He's still alive today, why not? I'd like to see if the boy grows up, you know what I'm saying? It'd be awesome if he fights against Yukari Karate, you know? In Karate Warriors Part 2, if they ever do, the, do it like that. But, um, you know, that's, that's far-fetched. That's like my fanboy storyline going in my head, you know? But anyway, peace, guys. See you later.